0: A college party, 2011. As the house party rages onward, a young man notices his closest friends are nowhere to be seen. He scans his living room, seeing a freshman attempting to pull out his guitar while the upperclassmen roll their eyes. He looks in the car park outside where the smokers are all doing invitations of Lady Gaga, trying to stay warm as snowflakes blow in from the street. In his own home, the young man cannot find his best friend and roommate. He starts down the hallway towards their bedrooms. He hears laughter coming from one of the rooms ahead, realizing all too late it's from his own room. His blood runs cold. He slowly opens the door and sees something unspeakable taking place with his very own bed. Everyone has
1: a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen.
0: Welcome to Anecdotal Dote.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Anecdotal Don't, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers and all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy who performed what if I died while driving scenarios while in a moving car with friends. Joining me on this podcast is someone who always drives safely, Laura. Hello, Laura.
2: I mean, I'm definitely all about wearing your seatbelt, but tell me more about, um this story? What if I died while driving with a series of friends in your car?
1: Okay, um, I don't think I'm alone in this, but have you ever been in a car where you've been like, what would happen if the driver suddenly had a heart attack and died? How would I react to the situation? Have you ever done that? No. Oh, well, I did, and so did friends of mine, and so one night-
2: what kind of friends do you have
1: we were very bored and we were in Kentucky you all need
2: lives so
1: what we did was uh, we went into the parking lot of their apartment and we would take turns each of us being in the driver's seat driving and then we would die and just like stop driving the car while the car was still moving. <laughs> And we would take turns figuring out how we would react. So we would like, oh, one of us is gonna like slam our uh, slam our hand down on the brake, so that way the car would stop. The other one would jump into place to steer the car. And so we would do that um, while the car was moving <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> True or false? Oh no. True or false? Sure. Do you not know how true or false works?
2: You have to ask me a question and I have to tell you true or false.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't plan ahead of this. Um, <laughs> Is
2: that not how true or false works? I don't know why. What I did you that. want me to say? Just pick one? Yeah. False.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so answer true or false. Okay. We went on an amazing, um, fancy dinner.
2: Yes. True.
1: Okay, I was about to say that wasn't an option. Sorry. Yes. So, uh, your mother, Mary Jane, and her uh, boyfriend, her friend, her boyfriend, her significant her gym, other, her Jim, her Jim. Yes. Gym, uh, I like that this
2: has become a trend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. So, uh, your mother and her Jim. Yeah. Um. Who I've always been, I've I've been fans of since I spoke with your mother. Um. Finally, came in. And we had a lovely dinner with both of them. Um, It was so much fun. It was the fanciest I've ever felt in my life.
2: And Jim is one of those people who fully, fully, fully believes in anytime you go out to eat, it needs to be an experience. So when you order food, it needs to be an experience. And And he's succeeded. Yes. And Fiddleheads definitely lends itself to that, which is like, no, I think the combination of those two things, like, led to a super fun experience.
1: Yeah. I learned that wine has legs. Didn't know That's... that a liquid could do that.
2: So, tasting wine is the thing that John learned about. I
1: did. Um, a you... gym, um, Laura's mom's friend, boyfriend, Laura's gym, Laura's mom's gym, jim is wonderful um he was being super fancy smelling the cork and checking the legs on the wine and then i leaned over to laura and i said what on earth does this mean and so (laughs) laura gave me an education on what it means uh to check the legs on a wine and then mary jane taught me about
2: my mom um,
1: yes um laura's mom taught me about the uh on on tasting wine and where it ends up on your palate and all of that, which was fascinating. Um, We also swapped a lot of dishes, like all of us ordered different dishes, and then we swapped around the table so we could all try each other's food.
2: Having dinner with Jim means that everybody's going to try everything.
1: Which I appreciated.
2: Me too. Yeah, it was great. It's great.
1: Especially there. Unless you everything order, was delicious. Uh,
2: here's the part where it backfires is when you are the one person who orders something freaking delicious and everybody else orders something that's <laughs> and you're like, Yes, I'm super into this delicious thing I ordered. I super nailed it and everybody this is like, But can I can I try can I try more of that? It's so and funny that you're saying that. that
1: because that was your experience at Fiddleheads. Everybody else was like, "Oh, do you want to try my shawfada?" And they're like, "Oh, do you want to try my cheese plate?" And then Laura was graciously taking samples from everyone else's plate, but she was not offering her own linguini plate. And so, my linguine
2: plate was so good.
1: And everyone took notice of the fact. I
2: offered to Kari. I offered to my mother.
1: End of list.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We are excited to welcome our next guest to the podcast. Ashley Collins is a Discovery Educator for the Living Arts and Science Center in Link- sorry Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the <laughs> podcast, Ashley. Thank you. Sorry, I read that live. I did not read that and ahead of time I should have. read it should've. as
1: Lincoln, Kentucky.
2: <laughs> I meant Lexington.
3: Because
1: you assumed, even though um, Lincoln was born in Kentucky, that's our only claim to him.
3: <laughs> um, fun fact, the building I work in was once Lincoln's lawyer's house, so there you go.
2: Oh. oh. That's super cool.
1: Uh, Ashley, have you listened to our podcast before? Yes. Which episode or episodes did you listen to?
2: Probably
3: the first six or seven.
1: Uh, okay, then it got it was taxing after that. I don't I don't blame you. Yeah, I buy it. Yeah, it's pretty taxing after that. Um, okay. <laughs> So we're super excited to have you on the podcast. Um, I will say, just for our so many listeners who may not know who you are, um, you you and I were roommates in college for several years. Um, we we engaged in so many adventures together. What is your favorite adventure with uh, with John?
3: Honestly, it's probably trying to throw your mattress out of a window at a party.
1: Um, I, I did say with John, not at John's expense.
3: You were present for this. You were <laughs> just in the other room. And it happened.
1: Yeah, I was present when three-fourths of it was outside of the <laughs> window. <laughs> and we, like, there like was halfway snow out falling. the window, just,
3: like, crawling. No!
1: Yeah. And there was snow and rain and mud waiting on the other side. And I walked in and said, uh, What? And you all tried to cover up the window like,
0: oh, nothing's
1: <laughs> and then I had to try and pull my frickin mattress in from the window, and
2: you're still friends with her,
1: yeah, we're best friends, we're Bessie's.
2: she the mattress out the
1: window, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ashley, okay. so far, I really like you <laughs> yeah.
1: um so so Ashley, you were currently working as um. As a uh, um... Discovery
2: Educator for the Living Arts and Science Center.
1: Yes. So yes. But what, what is that? What what does that, for, for the layman out there, what does that mean?
3: Yeah, so I do a couple different things at the Living Arts and Science Center, primarily focused on art education. So I go to some Title I schools here in Lexington, Kentucky, and do some arts programming throughout the semesters and then do some field trips so kids come here in the mornings and kind of do a science art rotation so sometimes I'm part of that and I also coordinate an after school class into about eight schools here in Fayette County.
1: That's yeah this sounds like your hands are full.
3: They are. I am slowly growing more hands like the salamanders. (laughs) (laughs) So how many kids do you
2: have on like a daily basis? Like at a um, time.
3: Yeah. So we're currently in the throes of summer. I guess the ends of summer. And we typically will see about 50 to 60 kids on campus throughout the week. Um and then throughout the year, field trips are typically a hundred students at a time. So, you know, wow. daily we'll see about a hundred in the morning and then probably Two or three after school programs of classes of 30 in the afternoons between the science programs and the art programs. Wow. And
1: with this job in particular, because anyone who works with kids always has a funny kid story to tell. At this job in particular, what is your favorite child interaction?
3: Got to think about the legal teacher in me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just go with. What happened today? So I'm currently teaching a class for 12 preschoolers on, with the title Fancy Nancy. So if we read a Fancy Nancy story every day and do some Fancy Nancy activities, I've got 12 of them. And this is the last week of our summer classes. We do not have any volunteers in our classrooms. So it's just me and these 12 preschoolers. So... I'm Sorry, my dog's barking. (laughs) Today, it was bathroom break, so there's a bathroom down the hallway. I'm hanging out kind of right outside the classroom, keeping an eye on the kids who are having a dance party in the classroom, watching them go in and out of the bathroom. I see this little girl come out of the bathroom, butt naked, holding her bell dress just up in the air. And so I run into the office that's along the hallway. And I'm like, hey, someone go in my classroom. I got a naked kid in the bathroom. So I go and I help this little girl put her dress back on. And then we come back and we work on our grounds with glitter and rhinestones.
1: Ashley, (laughs) what's the dumbest thing you've ever done?
3: (laughs) Dumbest thing I've ever done.
1: I can think of a few things.
3: What do you think the dumbest thing I've ever done?
1: I think the dumbest thing you've ever done was which birthday was it? My twenty
2: first. <laughs> we on the same page currently. On our
1: twenty, on her twenty first birthday, we were living in a townhouse and we had a big party, and she got very, very intoxicated, like you do. And so right. we sent her to bed incoherent, and we're all still enjoying the night or whatever. And all of a sudden, we look over to the staircase, and she's standing there in her brawn panties. Wearing, but her bra and panties are nude colored so by first glance she looks completely naked and then she proceeds to run out into the parking lot and just jog around the parking lot in nothing but her nude bra and panties until we brought her back in and convinced her to go back to sleep I wanted cake
2: <laughs> that is so respectable so
1: what what do you think your dumbest moment was I don't have any. I don't know. I think another one was our... Um...
3: Oh, okay, yep. You go, John.
1: The purpose of this is really to get her to tell stories on me, but it's turned the opposite direction. Okay. Um.
2: Now for our main segment, the anecdotal dote, here's how it works. I have selected a random word that only I've seen. Your job is to tell a true story based on the word. Are you ready for your word?
3: I'm ready. Late! I'll share a stupid moment since that was kind of the theme of earlier. I remember when I was in high school before I even started having sex my like sex education was so bad that I really didn't understand a whole lot. So like I would be late on my period a lot, and I would just buy these pregnancy tests all the time, not even having sex. Just taking these tests thinking I was pregnant every month, (laughs) just because I was late. Because I thought you had to have your period, like, at a certain
2: day every month. I'm sorry, Ashley, I have to be completely full disclosure. Mm -hmm. I faked it, but then, okay, No. I made a very real face at John because I was not anticipating that be the, being the topic of our discussion today. <laughs> I was ex- like expecting like, oh, this one time I was late to work or this one time I was late to this class and this professor called me out on it, whatever. <laughs> nope. That's not what I was expecting. I'm not mad about it, but I made a face and then I took a Snapchat of it. I'm going to send it to numerous people. Do you have a Snapchat that I can also send it
1: to you? Oh, I do. When she said I took a Snapchat of it, she tried to show it to the microphone. Like you were going to see it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Remember, everyone has a story to tell, especially you. So send them in. We're excited to listen.
2: If you want to get in touch with us, like us on Facebook or email us.
1: Thanks so much for listening. We'll
0: see you next week.